Hey everybody, it's Bevan. Welcome to Bevan, a femme over 40 and her friends podcast. I'm your host, Bevan. I've said my name three times. It's time to start the show. Today, I'm super excited to introduce you to my dear friend, Mindy, who I love so much. Um, Mindy and I met through the Glowing Goddess Getaway. Um, she is, frequently, you would find her there teaching puff and paint classes, um, but she's also a very accomplished artist and just quite great, actually. Um, and if you look at any of the branding, for the Glowing Goddess Getaway, she's the artist behind um, all of our beautiful sunset branding um, and digital art. But also checking out um, her various projects, specifically Aries Art Northwest, for um, the coolest art. Just so beautiful. I love the way Mindy creates. And I also love being friends with artists and just kind of watching them flourish. But also something I've deeply admired about Mindy over the years is uh, her um, entrepreneurial practice as an artist. Because... Um, as those of you out there who have monetized something that you love doing, it is also um, a whole learning curve to learn how to do the business side of things like that. So we talk a lot about entrepreneurship um, in this episode. Um, and also, like, I thought it was cool that in the pandemic, she got a day job um, to, to and just was is always willing to be adaptable to how um, her creativity works in her life um, and how it all kind of lines up. So I'm excited for you to get to know Mindy. I also want to say our Glowing Goddess Getaway. So the Glowing Goddess Getaway is a women's self-care retreat, uh, self-identified. Inclusion is one of the five high standards. So I would really suggest you just like poke around and meet some folks from the getaway and see if it seems like the right vibe for you. Um, I kind of think you know when you know. Um, and it's it's the kind of thing that like really attracts the right people. I find it so empowering. I leave every single getaway healed in a new way. I just level up a little bit more. And we're about to step into another one of our virtual retreats. I'm so excited. Just tomorrow um, on July um, 16th. I can't believe. Can we can we just take a second? It is July 15th today. And I feel like July is a rocket ship that just took off. And I'm like, where did it even go? I can't believe the summer is like, you know, half over really. Uh, anyway, so uh, tomorrow we're doing a virtual getaway. Um, it's all happening through uh, the Glowing Goddess Getaway Patreon. Um, so it's patreon.com slash F or no, <laughs> that's my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Glowing Goddess Getaway. Um, and, uh, it's really cool what's happening behind the scenes there. We have a discord server, um, similar to what I've been doing with the fat kid dance party, Patreon, patreon.com slash FKDP, um, where we have our virtual locker room on discord. Now the glowing goddess getaway, we have like a virtual clubhouse on discord. Um, lots of times to connect with folks, seeing people in real life. It's so much different than just on IG and Facebook, which is typically how we've been connecting, um, during this pandemic. And now we, Deidre has worked really hard and just leveled up. And now we have this whole virtual world. So you can join us through the virtual getaway starting at 17 bucks a month, which is not, that's a bargain for all of the fun stuff and all the cool classes we get to take. Um, next month, we're going to be in person for the first time since, uh, the coronavirus pandemic, COVID safe, uh, lots of protocols and lots of ways that we're going to stay safe together. That's happening August 20th through 22nd. There will be a digital component of every single getaway now from now on. So if you're a member on the Patreon for that $17 level, you'll get access to all of them virtually. Uh, but you can also attend in person and you can only attend in person if you are a member of the Glowing Goddess Getaway Patreon. That is a new thing. All the event ticket links are... Um, 
back in behind in our clubhouse now. Um, and September 17th through 19th will be in Southern California, specifically Joshua Tree. Very excited. Um, and then October 8th through 10th is our uh, relationship retreat, which is it's it started with couples, but I went with my bestie to the last one, uh, my bestie, Rachel. Uh, uh, and that, that last one was in 2019. But um, so that's October 8th through 10th, uh, relationship retreat, bring your uh, person you're in a relationship with, your thruple perhaps, or bring your bestie and use it as a time to really get centered and connected. Um, in November, we're doing another virtual GGG, so that'll be entirely virtual. And in December, we're doing a virtual uh, family campout. So that's December 10th through 12th. November 12th through 14th. I think I forgot to say the date on that. Uh, but I just wanted to put that out there in case you're thinking of joining us. I was really craving a multi-generational sisterhood, literally specifically that, uh, when I came across the Glowing Goddess Getaway. Um, it's really funny. The first getaway I went to, I just couldn't believe that this was my job. I got hired to teach canisize aerobics. Um, and I just, it, the whole thing was so amazing. It was just all you can smoke, uh, if you, if you like cannabis, which I do, and, um, I heal with cannabis, uh, as a, I consider it a medicinal and a spiritual tool for me. Um, uh, all you can smoke, lots of food, all the food you can need. Right. And a lot, all the dietary restrictions are handled. It's, it's so saline just as an elegant job of hosting and really, um, top notch, I think. Um, and the amenities are great. There's always some sort of water, so a pool or a hot tub, and um, and it's camping, which it's really glamping if you want to bring your own glamp setup, right? So I think glamping is really about the intention and the preparation you put into it. Um, it's so much fun, and everyone is awesome, and the classes are incredible. We've got puff and paint, my canicize class. Um, oh, gosh, classes about parenting, about growing cannabis, about healing with cannabis. Um, about inclusivity, uh, healing, sound baths, yoga classes, <laughs> core strength. There's been so many different things, um, but most and most importantly, I think it's the community and the connection and being around people uh, who want to level up in the world and want to heal because you really are the people you spend the most time with. Um, and I really just, every single time I just level up in some way, I find some new personal revelation or have a healing breakthrough. Uh, one time I literally had an expanded understanding of what the universe is and how we connect to the universe. That was a powerful getaway. <laughs> I really, I really tapped out of the matrix during that getaway. It was incredible. Um, so that's a glowing goddess getaway. But the best way to support this podcast is through my Patreon page. So it supports this podcast, supports all the other art I do, and really supports me being able to be part of the Glowing Goddess Getaway as much as I am. Um, Patreon.com slash FKDP. Membership starts at two bucks a month, which includes all of my Zoom aerobics classes. I teach Zoom aerobics on Saturdays. Uh, and I also teach it um, on fourth Mondays, a specific canicize class, which is a slower, more repetitive choreography to accompany an optional cannabis experience. Um, I do spiritual self-care teaching. So I have really, as I've developed my spirituality, it's just been like, you know, me learning things and kind of putting them into practice. And so I'm sharing what I've learned and the top 12 pillars that kind of make up my spiritual self-care practice. Um, and I've taught on all of that. And that's all available through my Patreon page. Um, I also have other levels uh, for 25 bucks a month. You can join and get full access to everything on my Patreon plus uh, 
on-demand classes that I film in the woods. So I hike out into the woods. I film aerobics classes. Um, there's always a 10-minute, a 20-minute, two 55-minute classes, a chair aerobics class, and a 45-minute can size class. And that's all in that membership. And I rotate it out. I do a fresh class every week. So I'm always teaching on Zoom once a week and teaching on, um, on that on-demand thing. It's so great. It's such a great way to bring outdoor intimacy to you. It's so beautiful out there. And I'm just grateful to get to do this. Grateful to everyone who supports that work and grateful to you for showing up to this podcast and being here um, and tuning in because I know you don't tune into this if you don't want to learn about how to have a better life and be a more happy and successful adult. I know you're going to love Mindy. So tuck into the virtual porch. I want you to imagine that we're on this porch. We're on wicker furniture and you've got your favorite childhood blanket like cuddled up with you. Please welcome to the podcast, Mindy. Mindy, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Thank you for having me, Bevan. Yay. I'm so excited to have you, Mindy. Um, I will have done an intro before we even start talking, but I'm just so excited to welcome you here. I always like to do business in the front. So tell us about Aries Art Northwest. Mm, Aries Art Northwest is essentially my personal art studio and gallery. It's the name that I created to summarize both of those entities, not really knowing where things were going to go starting as a hobbyist. Um, But, you know, when I had started, I didn't have any social media. I had like canceled my MySpace and um, was saying, I'm not going to get on Facebook. And in that downtime, I had started playing around with paint as a hobby. And a friend of mine was like, you should really get a Facebook so you can put this on there. Um, So my personal Facebook page originally was mostly just so that I could show these things that I was playing around creating for fun. Um, At the time I was working in property management. So that's like not creative at all whatsoever, unless it's like writing a a newsletter or something, you know, but uh, so it was a great release outside of that, like the day-to-day job that was very logistical and I was great at it. And I started to just see like the Aries in myself. Um, Aries are very entrepreneurial (laughs) and uh, also very creative. And I, I couldn't help but start to have this vision every day as I'm like in Portland traffic, driving to the leasing office thinking about what life could be like if I were to be able to use both sides of my brain equally and have this creative job that I also ran like a business. What is that? And so to go with Aries Art made sense. I threw the Northwest on there because I was living in the Northwest. Um, But yeah, I didn't actually start those social media pages until I started taking myself more seriously about seven years ago when I moved to the Midwest. Oh, so funny. So how, so you, you started the business, you started taking yourself seriously, you moved to the Midwest and then what happens with Aries art?
Oh, it got a little froze up on my end. Is it froze on your end? It's not frozen on my end, but that's all right. It's technical stuff. Oh, can you ask that question again? Absolutely. Okay, so you moved to the to the Midwest, and um, you've already kind of started this business. So, how what takes it to the next level? Time. <laughs> Time takes it to the next level. The move to the Midwest granted me this gift of time. Um, I had moved with my partner at that point and his job is what moved him there. And that freed me up to leave my property management job and, um, and essentially decide what I want to do with my time. And I, I couldn't help but make art. Um, lots of it like the ideas just started flowing out of me with the more time I had in a day that wasn't spent on the logistical stuff um and then just also having the time to put into posting pictures and paying attention to algorithms and what matters when I am posting and when I'm posting it and how I'm doing it and um I just took that gift of time. And I turned it into an opportunity to educate myself on really how to take my art and do all the things that I want to do. And that doesn't just include exhibits and events and um, creation of the art, but I've always envisioned designing products and merchandise. And, um, you know, we all all of us nineties girls and Lisa Frank, right. She did that to us. So like dreams of stationary sets and outfits and yeah, the list goes on and now I'm doing it. I'm doing it all thanks to that gift of time, being able to educate myself on all the ways, but also with a huge thanks to the willingness of other artists being willing to answer my random DMs. I did not hesitate to DM anybody. If I saw an artist doing something that inspired me, whether it be merchandise or marketing or just the tools that they were using to create the piece that they were creating, um, I messaged them. And I can honestly say there's only probably been like five out of the hundreds that didn't respond or take the time to share their tools of the trade. Wow. You really, I've always been very impressed by how um, much you've dove into the business side of entrepreneurialism and creativity, because it's very easy as a creative to like, just want to focus on the creation. I'll say this as someone who is very much a boss Capricorn babe, and I can get stuff done, but like, I don't like doing that stuff. And I fantasize about the day I can pay someone else to do that stuff. And just want to create and do and create my fun aerobics. So. Oh, well, look, it goes without saying, I too fantasize about the day where I can pay someone to do that stuff. Because as I mentioned, like the way creativity flows, the ideas come when I have the time to make the art. Um, I am definitely not at this current stage producing the amount of new artworks as I was at that time in, in things because of that gift of time. And, um, you know, at that point in time too, there was less work logistically. Um, now there is the need to film and edit and post and stay active and, 
Um, you know, I think, I think not just does the gift of time open up your, your desire and your ability to do those less, uh, you know, those otherwise not creative things, but, um, there's something really magical about being able to pursue whatever you want. And the reality is we all have that opportunity if we decide to take it. I see that now from this side of things. I would not have done that if I was not given that amazing opportunity Um, because I was working full time day in, day out, eight hours on someone else's dream and business and, um, and just doing what every human, especially American does. And, um, the idea of like going part-time and not having all this money for fun and play, but having more hours to apply to a passion project, like that's asinine to most Americans, especially the older generations. Um, but for me personally, the living meagerly and still having time in the day for my passion projects, no matter what level they are, aren't succeeding on like that to me is succeeding at life. So thanks again to the gift of time. Cause that's how I learned that. And I think a lot of people learn that through the pandem- pandemic, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think the pandemic shifted everybody's sense of security, um, especially if they were lulled into believing job security is a thing. Cause that's a myth. Um, that is just a made up thing that get you to get into all this debt in college so you can get a job <sighs> and then poof, your job disappears. You're most people aren't working in what area they studied in and you know, student loan debt will drag you down. I don't know. I don't know life without student loan debts. <laughs> it, it's just real. And like, so I think that something that I was really impressed by you is that you, um, so you were full-time doing your work uh, or your, your art business, your, your entrepreneurial work. And then um, you shifted into having a day job during the pandemic, which kind of gave you a little bit more stability um, in life. So that you could, because it's, I think there's this thing, this idea that like, oh, if you get a day job, then there's like some level of failure. But like, I think it's the ultimate uh, flex to be able to be adaptable to what your thing needs and like, uh-huh. right. And to give yourself yeah. a, a break and some breathing room, right. To be able to yeah. afford a nice place to live and food <laughs> and food. Right. And food. Right. And artist does not need to starve. Um, there, I think there's two contributing factors to how easy that transition was for me. Um, well, I'll just say three, the first being like my human nature is always going to be to take care of myself as is yours. As if you didn't know that before 2020, I'm pretty sure you know that now. Um, that is just the way it works. And no matter what adversities I'm up against, I'm going to do what I need to do to take care of myself and eat. Um, so there's that. The second would be during the years that I was painting as a hobbyist and still working as a property manager in Portland, Oregon, I would drive by this garage that had 
what I would call a mural, what some might call graffiti. And it said, you are not your job. And that every day I took a moment to breathe that in. And then when I came back to Portland in 2018 for my very first Portland art exhibit, one of my favorite Portland artists who I'd been swooning over for years came to my show. I had invited her. She came. Her name's Lucid Rose. If you're not familiar, please become familiar. Um, yeah. So she showed up and she apologized to me for being late, explaining that she has a day job as, um, I, I don't even know. I'm not even going to say, cause that that's her business, right? The point is I had been an avid fan and follower for years and I had this perception that her all day, every day was spent on her art. And it really resonated with me. And I realized in that moment that no matter where life takes me from here on out, I'm not my job. I am my passions and I'm my pursuits of happiness. And ultimately, whatever I'm doing to support that and to eat doesn't identify me. I don't own those gigs or jobs or just as this artist never outwardly owned her day job. I, I can do that too. Now I don't want to show a lack of respect for that day job because I'm super respectful and appreciative of it, but it's not me. Like that's not who I am. I go to work, I make the money and then I live a life. And a lot of the people that I love and, um, care about, that's not how they've done it. And I feel like I've watched them suffer also. And so all of that has played a really big part in why it was, it was like a no brainer, you know? Mm. That's awesome. Actually. It's cool to have people you admire, like, and understand more about them. Um, and I love you. I also love your boldness in asking, uh, and like sending DMS. And I would say like, as someone who gets a lot of random DMS that I ignore, um, I never ignore the ones that are sincere, you know, questions or requests for help. I ignore the ones that are like, Hey, you know what I mean? Or hi, like those are not the, but if you lead in with, I love your work, I value your work, I value your time. If you have a second answer question, meow, 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 right? Like that kind of stuff. Most people, you're totally right. We'll totally answer. Um, mm -hmm. Right. And I also want to give a shout out to frugal living, which is an amazing way we can buy back our time in some ways. When I was a lawyer, I wish I understood this because I was making a lot of money I could have been saving if I had been willing to live frugally. But there were aspects of my lifestyle that I didn't want to give up because they made it more comfortable to be a lawyer because I was ultimately completely betraying myself. I mean, it's, it's lawyer is not a typical day job, right? So it's not like something I could just clock in and clock out of. It was something that really required every aspect of myself and to be sunk into an, a negative view of the world that stoked my anxiety and gave me a lot of mental and physical health issues. And, but even still, if I could, I mean, as soon as I got laid off from my lawyer job, 
the first thing I did was slash my lifestyle and I cut my living expenses by two thirds and was able to thus then survive on unemployment. And then I got a little part-time gig at a clothing store and like built up my own law practice so that I could then just work enough to support my art and activism. And like, then I was like pouring 80, 90 hours a week into my art and activism because it didn't need to make my money. I was hoping someday it would make my money, but like it, it was like one of those moments where I recognized the power of living frugally as a way of leveling up what was possible for me and how I could use my time. Yeah. It, I've, I've thought of so much when you said that. Let's just also talk about how not very long ago you and I met. And at that moment, I heard you make a comment about not being able to not have a closet. Mm. And at that time, you had another room that was your closet. I was well and you, for. <laughs> and you were like, I don't know how I could not do that. And then we watched you get rid of your closet live. And that was so empowering to watch you go from, oh, no, I could not have a closet. I have another room for a closet to selling your closet to tiny living. Like, you are so empowering, Bevan. Mindy, I just want to make sure that you understand that I still have a lot of clothes that are in Rubbermaid bins in two different sheds. So, like, they're not living with me. They're like in storage, but I still have quite a wardrobe. It's just, I, it's a different life. I, I don't have a closet. It's true. I have like a, a little teeny thing where I live, but most of it is in tubs and I just adapted to my new circumstances. I'm like a goldfish. Yeah. And as you should, cause you, you aren't you without your amazing fashion. And I recognize that too, which is why that moment was so empowering. Like oh my gosh, she's selling that dress, you know? And meanwhile, I'm wanting to say like, no, keep that one, keep that one. But anyway, (laughs) I'll be honest in that sale, I did end up keeping one dress. Um, And I'm glad I did. But also I want to say too, my outfit today was like, I intentionally wore this because it reminded me of your art with the galaxy print and the, and my yellow bow. You love a pop of yellow. I do. You do. I I'll say this. I see a lot of yellow in your art. I'm going to start pointing it out to you. Ooh, I would, I would really love that. In fact, um, I've had such an interesting relationship with colors over time. And lately yellow has been like appearing for me. And I'm also realizing I don't have any yellow in my wardrobe. And so to hear that yellow has shown up in my art is great, but who knows, you might be seeing it more because I think it's like my next color. Usually that's some sort of um, level of healing. I heard this once when I was wearing, this is early in my spiritual journey. And I noticed I was wearing a lot of blue. And then some spiritual teacher said, um, the color that you're drawn to, especially to wear, it's something that you're healing through and colors have different symbols. Um, yeah. So I'm curious. And also they align with different chakras too. So chakras. Throat, I think mm-hmm. that your throat is, is throat chakra. 
It is. That is blue. And that's been my color up until uh-huh. like the last month or so. It's been yellow's been screaming out to me. Yeah, blue over the last year, which before I didn't really like blue. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. So here I am talking about it all, opening my throat chakra. <laughs> yeah, love it. Um, Mindy, will you talk about, um, some of the miracles that have occurred in your life? I feel like you're oh. a magnet for miracles. Like you really improve my belief every time I connect with you and you're like, Oh, this miracle happened. <laughs> mm, yeah. Miracles left and right. Um, talking about some of them, you know, some might say that a miracle would be in one of the worst, in, in what felt like one of the worst moments of your life being presented with one of the best opportunities. Mm-hmm. That's happened to me so many times over just, just the last seven years specifically. Um, and when given an opportunity to accept a miracle in real life at the, you know, the cannabis entrepreneurial award that I won. Um, I was bawling, but what I like tried to make everybody hear me say, as I'm accepting the award crying was the message that was screaming out to me the loudest through this whole day, through all of these female entrepreneurial why is that word just not rolling off my tongue today? Right, you're you get what I'm saying. I have to pronounce it. I'm <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. You don't even have to know how to spell it. it to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so cute. Um, I said the moment your your most authentic self is the moment everything falls into place, mm. and. Um, that message in the moment, I was like, what does that even mean? why did that come out of my mouth? Why did I feel that? But it's what came out. And I, that message has shown itself to me a lot in the last year. Um, you know, there's been multiple moments where there's been great things happening in otherwise difficult times, but the last year, especially for sure. Like, so let's just sum it up for y'all real quick. Like boyfriend of 14 years, wants financial provider, even to help support Aries art Northwest becoming a thing. Um, relationship ends and it, it feels good, but it also feels really scary. And then suddenly the most, the job, the job that I've been dreaming of, not just for seven years, but for my entire adult life comes, presents itself to me by way of connection. And, um, it's the job I had thought about every day as a property manager. And it's the job that I thought about every day as an artist thinking about supporting myself on my own. Um, and it is in the property management industry, but it's remote. It's as many hours as I do or don't want it to be. So there's the choice to live frugally so that I have more hours in my day to focus on my personal art business. And that is such a gift. Um, So there's that. There's also um, amidst this breakup, needing to find somewhere to live. And for 
the last couple of years as things weren't going very well, I had been envisioning like my dream home, my dream space, what it included and what it entailed. And just around that time, it presented itself to me. I mean, talk about like things falling into place, you know, but they say that in order for things to fall into place exactly as you, you truly desire, things are going to fall out of place, you know? And Um, I recognized that, but I think it's all, all a result of just being my most authentic self and following my passions and knowing that my, that, that I am more fulfilled living frugally and having these hours in the day to keep doing my art business than I am going back to work full time at a property and having vacations and a 401k and look, there's so like, we could do a whole podcast on how to be an entrepreneur. You can have vacations and a 401k and not commit your everything to again, someone else's dream. Mm, Absolutely. I made a decision when the I think it was the third time, but this happened one more time, uh, that I worked for someone who like closed their business basically, like, and was unemployed. I was like, I can't care more about someone else's business than they do. And the fourth time it didn't close, I just quit that job. (laughs) But like, I was like, I just can't, I can't care more about your business than you do. And like, I realized maybe I just needed to take that fire um, ironically as an earth sign with very little fire in my chart, like, and just take it and like, put it towards my own thing and like, or my own things. Cause now I'm, I have two things that I do. Um, but it's just funny. I never thought that like, that's how my life would end up. But like, I just got so tired of other people not taking their business that seriously. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what could you, what could you create if you started taking yourself that seriously, if you started putting your 100% to you, your home, your personal passions versus your job, maybe give them 80 or 70. Cause let's be honest, that's what they're paying you to do. There's no one else in the office giving a hundred. What can you create? I feel like Aries Art Northwest is the exact embodiment of what I was capable of creating, giving myself a hundred percent versus my employer. And I'm just going to give another shout out to my current employer. Um, Not only is it the most amazing setup, but the way that they see things is we we don't live to work. We work to live, Mm. um, to have an employer who has this business that pays for us all to live, but also so many other personal passions has given me support for my personal passions. And he's created this job for us that supports the ability to have your personal passions And, um, that has been such a game changer, you know, to, to not live to work, but to work, to live. Mm, Yes, it totally has. It's so great. 
Shout out to your boss. It's I, there are good bosses, bosses out there, right? And there are people whose dreams I think are worthy of helping, right? And I think when you luck out and get a boss who is inspiring in some way, either by how they live or how they uh, create or work or whatever, that's a gift from the universe. And um, and and it comes, I think, from true alignment. Like when you're spiritually aligned, these kinds of things like pop in uh, from unexpected sources. It's so cool. Exactly. And how aligned can you be if you're not being your most authentic self? Exactly. And that, that statement mean there's like so many layers to that, you know, being your most authentic self that that's a long story for me, even just because there was so many parts that I had to work through to get to even being able to say, I do live as my most authentic self. Right. I will say this. I've learned so much since I turned 40 and I thought I was kind of a boss. I think I was already a pretty boss bitch. Like by the time I turned 40, but like, there's still so much to learn about being my authentic self and like being the person I want to be in the world and being able, I mean, really what I've worked on the last couple of years is how to love people better and how to work on my communication skills so that people really feel the love that I have. And, um, and insecurity just kind of brings blocks between you and the other people you love. And it's really judging people ahead of time. It's assuming that they aren't going to like you for something without giving them a real chance to, to show up for you. And just learning those lessons has really opened me up to be even more authentically myself. It was like, I had to finally bury those last bucks. I gave what other people thought this is me burying them um, in order <laughs> to really be me in the world. And something that helps a lot with that is cannabis. And I really want to talk to you about healing with cannabis because I know that you are a patient and an advocate. Tell me about your cannabis healing journey. Yeah, it was not until that move to the Midwest that I even realized I was a patient, let alone an advocate. Um, I, for the first time in my adult life, didn't have safe access. Now, Washington wasn't quite recreationally legal when I left, but they had been medicinal for so long. Um, so whether you had a card or not, it was fairly easy to get safe access. Um, and having that taken away, being in a prohibition state, I, I really tried hard at first to comply because, um, that had been, the most illegal thing that I had done, you know, and I, I just try to be like safe in everything I do. So, um, I tried at first not to, and very, very quickly started having, um, panic attacks and anxiety attacks. And that was a real brain fuck because, um, I wasn't working, you know, I was, doing art, living every day, however I wanted to by the pool till three and then painting whatever I wanted. And that was at first, like, what is wrong with me? You know? And then I just started to do all this reflection work and realized this is the first time that I haven't been essentially self-medicating every day when I get home from work. Mm. And by doing that, I was kind of just like brain numbing and vegging out. Um, but it also really helped. 
And it helped so much that I could get through the whole eight to 10 hour workday without it. Mm -hmm. And so that led me down the rabbit hole of research and education. And that's where I found, I guess you could say the calling, but it's like, once you're educated on the plant medicine and all of the different components and how it works and why it works, you can't like, you can't be anything but an advocate. Um, and that would be one of those layers that I kind of went through to start living as my most authentic self was starting to be open about it. And, um, you know, obviously having a lot of passion against my state's at that time stance on it, which is no medical, no rec. Um, so I started to channel that into my art. And that's when I created the Smoking Lady Life Art Series um, that I, I did it very subtly because I was a good girl, right? And so I painted it as joints, which I thought, well, if someone has an issue, I'll tell them it's a cigarette, which was so morbid to me to think that that was more okay but here we are in the Midwest and, you know, they love their cigarettes. So. It's true. It's true. It's so backwards. It's so backwards. Like one, thing, one plant heals can- cancer. Another plant causes cancer. Well, yeah. Chemicals. Yes. And um, it's backwards. But during my time there, painting it into my art, I was able to connect with you know, at the time, what was essentially an underground advocate community, even to go to like a normal event, N-O-R-M-L, um, that (laughs) felt scary. Yeah. And they're like a national organization for trying to normalize and educate and like get the plant legalized. And that felt scary. So, um, it was through my willingness to be out about it that led me to building a community there of those who could support. Um, but it was also very small. And so then I took to social media, you know, that's how I connected with the getaway and whatnot, but back to my personal journey with cannabis. Um, so then, you know, obviously like we're still in that state, We'll just say like, I got it how I got it. That's nobody's business. Um, and Harry, we were, dropped it off at your doorstep. Every yep, the goddess. Every mm-hmm. day for 20. It just shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at that point I was educated also. Right. And so, um, the difficult part about being in a prohibition state when you're educated is now you, you don't have, you don't get to pick your strain for your needs. You're just getting whatever you can get your hands on. That's not always what's good for you. Um, because I'm trying to also learn like what parts of the plant and what strains are going to help me with my certain things. What strains make things worse. You know, sometimes all I could get would be a strain that kind of made me anxious. And, um, that's, that sucked. Yeah. And 
granted, this is life in a lot of states still. This was life before before wreck and before medical. And so I know a lot of people can relate to that experience. Um, but that experience is what made me so passionate ab- about it. And now I'm back in Washington and right on the border of Oregon. So I like get to choose between two great states of bud and um, I can't complain. And I think of my friends back in those states often. I think of the patients, the children, and it just keeps me inspired to continue trying to normalize, destigmatize, and educate like all of it. I'm here for all of it. Same. Tell me how you got involved with the Glowing Goddess Getaway and what was your first in-person getaway? Mm, Okay. So, uh, well, technically the story starts with Miss Marilyn Jane, Gracie goddess, Miss Marilyn Jane XO. She, uh, I, I, hashtags, I don't know how exactly she initially contacted me on Instagram regarding a personal creative project. There was something about my page that inspired her to DM me and I of course reciprocated, you know, the love that I had been given and shared with her my tips and tricks for what she was messaging about. And, um, she just kept following me from there. She ended up purchasing a few things that I had painted. I used to paint like little rolling trays, just simple little wood trays. And, um, I had heard about the glowing goddess getaway through like viral videos. At that point, I already was like, Oh my gosh, dreams. One day I'm going to go to this thing. And she messages me and tells me, guess what? I'm going to one of these and uh, I'm going to take the tray that you painted for me. And I was just like, oh, that's so amazing. Thank you for taking it. You know, not really thinking much of it. Well, from what I hear, it ends up getting used at like registration for something, the tray, it catches Deidre's attention. There's a photo that's even captured with like Miss Bliss and Gracie holding the tray. And that just like made my day, you know? So I'm sharing that and tagging them and catching their attention. And uh, Deidre ended up sharing a couple of my smoking lady artworks to their page and gave me credit, which is huge as a creator on social media to have someone not just share your art, but actually like in the post tag you and like make it known. This is whose artwork this is. Bevan, you are so amazing at that. I just want to say it's manners. It is just proper manners. If you are using someone's art for your page, even if it's amplifying, you are at a minimum politely uh, entering into a social contract to tag the artist and to actually do the due diligence. I will go through repost tags until I get back to the original artist if I can do it I I work hard and then if I can't find somebody I will put a shout out and a request if anybody knows the artist that that at a minimum is what you should do as a creator okay keep going yes and I'll just add there's even a hashtag I think it's who's the artist or something of that nature that if you don't know use that hashtag within minutes, someone's going to comment and tell you who the artist is. Um, and don't forget also that photography is art. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, that just, that showed me a lot of respect. And, and I was just like, here's all my art, share all of it. I love what you're doing and I can't wait to go one day. And then the conversation opened from there about doing the puff and paint events, um, which at the time I had been doing like wine and canvas type stuff. Um, but because I was living in a prohibition state, I was not even dabbling with the puff and paint. Um, and she kept pushing it and I kept feeling like I was so inexperienced and unqualified for what she was asking me to do. Um, and also being distant had like the flight to pay for and this, that, and the other. And she encouraged and inspired me so much by her persistence and asking that I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do this super private. Nobody's going to talk about it. And I'm going to at least collect pictures to like show her that like I did it and I can do it and feel good about going one day. And as soon as that happened, she was like, can you come to the next one? And it was like a month and a half away. And I'm like, yeah, you know, and we worked out an arrangement that helped get my flight taken care of. And I was able to take merch to help cover those expenses. Um, yeah, that was August, 2018. That would have been a Pescadero NorCal getaway. So I flew into the Bay area she had arranged for another goddess to pick me up. Um, this goddess was a blogger who told me her stories on our way to Pescadero about picking up random jobs at, you know, surf shacks and things around the world, just to be able to like be in that region and write from that area, you know, and, um, how she told me about this one surf shack, I don't know, in some foreign country. And she reached out to them to see if she could work there while she was going to be living there, you know, just touring and writing. And they were like, yeah. And actually we also have an apartment above the shop that you can live in too while you're here, if you want. And that was just like, the message I started getting that weekend right away was ask and you shall receive. Mm. And, um, the rest is history, Bevan. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I love that Deidre was persistent and she helped make it possible. And, um, uh, and then also your Indiana connections have been so fruitful, I think for the getaway. I mean, just in my life personally, because of the people I've met, because you brought them to the Berkshires getaway. Uh, it was the first time the getaway in 2019, we really did a lot of getaway, like uh, pioneering. Like it was our, our, our furthest East uh, getaway was Colorado in June of 2019. And then in September, we went to the Berkshires in Massachusetts. And that was just like all you brought all your Indiana babes because everyone drove through uh, mm-hmm. Indiana, picked them up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they arrived at the getaway and became part of the family. And like, it's been such a weird couple years because we had like nothing in 2020. And then now, uh, also folks want to enjoy one of Mindy's virtual, um, puff and paints. It's the Saturday afternoon session, uh, on the glowing goddess getaway Facebook page, uh, for our Facebook live. And I'll put a link to that, but definitely like you do puff virtual puff and paints through your Patreon page, right? 
I do not know. Um, I no, I was doing virtual puff and paint events with event high through the oh. pandemic. Yeah. Um, but now I'm doing them exclusively with the glowing goddess getaway through their Patreon. Mm. Um, I do have a Patreon and I'm working to figure out if I'll be able to at least capture the footage from my part to cross post to there. I don't know that yet. Um, but yeah, I also do, you know, the real in life, like puffing and painting events. I haven't been seeking those for the schedule, mostly because, um, I've been enjoying having a steady enough income to where I can take a weekend off, you know? So, um, right now I'm doing them in real life exclusively through the getaway also, but if you follow Aries art Northwest, be it www.com or on Facebook or Instagram. Um, if I ever do start opening up virtual events to the public or in real life events to the public, I'll post there. I have to add though, you know, those Indiana babes, Bevan, that all happened because I left that first glowing goddess getaway. And I was like, I, as many will say, um, I have to keep this energy, this vibration going. Like I can't just leave here and, and leave this Mindy here. This Mindy is going back. And how can I take this back? And they have it, not just an amazing community, but an amazing setup for hosting your own sister sesh Sundays. They encourage you to do that. The virtual events are like the ultimate sister sesh Sunday experience. Um, but I went back and very vulnerably and honestly just posted about what I had just done and been a part of and experienced and that I was going to be hosting at the time. I did not call them sister such Sundays because I was scared shitless. I called them members meetings. Um, and that was a very nice, subtle way to say like, all glowing goddesses over here. Like I have a safe space. I'm making this a safe space for us. And I'm going to try to share with you what I just experienced. So that community of women kind of came crawling out, you know, they came crawling out through my art pages and also other art organizations I had been working with. And, you know, we had connected on social media. So they're seeing this and, um, a lot of them have become friends since because of this experience. And my friendship with all of them is solely based on this experience of, you know, sisters seshing oh, no well, matter where you. we are. Thank you for all that bravery and stepping into your discomfort again and again, so that you can help liberate other people and, yeah. you know, continue I'm excited for these virtual getaways because I really see it as like a way of um, making it more frequent, this like glowing vibe that we have. And like, um, and I really see it as like, get your pals together, rent a house for a weekend and do the virtual getaway with each other and like set aside that sacred time to glow up and connect to the plant medicine. Um, we will, I'm sure 2022 is a great mystery, but I, I'm sure <laughs> we will, I can't wait to finally be back on the road and like hitting all the recreational States. Uh, Virginia just became, uh, for cannabis lovers as well as lovers. Woo! Um, so I don't know. It's just fun to think in New Jersey. Oh my God. Down the shore glowing goddess getaway. Come on. It's going to be, so yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it will be. And you know, they had, they set the, that tour schedule up so perfect for those of us who get the opportunity to work with them because there's a perfect balance of like break and work. You know, we usually had like three to four weeks off in between each one, but then you were so excited to go back and like ev- I, being able to see you, I'm going to call, <coughs> excuse me. That's all right. Being able to see you is like one of the first faces when you get there, no matter like where we are in the country, it's like home, you know, like you just, you being you resembled home that year for me. And I feel like our friendship really hasn't even developed until this last year through the pandemic, just making time to connect one-on-one, you know, there's not a lot of time for that when we're there. So my God, it's um, online connections at the getaway are like max 10 minutes because like, there's always stuff going on and people and like Abraham Hicks teaches on this a lot. Like every time there's a new person that enters the situation, it's a new, it's a new vibration, new situation. So It's interesting. And, and I love it. That's, I think what I find to be very like scintillating and exciting about parties and party energy is like the flow of people. Um, but like, mm-hmm. it is like for me carving out time to have one-on-one connections with glowing goddesses specifically, I really did at the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, well, I know I would sit down next to any one of these glowing goddesses, whether I've met them in person or not and make friends with them. And so I just started reaching out to people. And um, I mean, obviously I already knew you and was your friend, but like, you know, just even randoms, like, and I've rarely been disappointed by a conversation because I I think there's a specific type of person that's attracted to a getaway that's about cannabis, self-care, glowing up, um, spiritual and medicinal use of a plant, you know, and like, it's, and there's a little bit of a party vibe because we have like good, clean fun as one of our high standards. And so it's a great match right. for me. and I love making friends through the getaways, but really the friendships get established when you do the things like have a sister sesh back home or reach out to people you met at a getaway and like really bring that friendship into a more <clears throat> a deeper place. Yeah. Before my first getaway, I had this rule of not accepting friend requests from people I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had already pushed that a little bit through being in a new state and pursuing my art business. And when I left the getaway within the first 24 hours, I had like 37 friend requests and that felt so overwhelming. And also like, what? You know, like you just said, sometimes you only have that one-on-one for like 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going for it. And I click accept on all of them. And I'm pretty confident. I still like regularly communicate with a lot of them Mm -hmm. because the thing that happens at a getaway is we're all having our own healing moment. Mm-hmm. but in a communal space. And while we might only have 10 minutes to connect one-on-one, we leave their can of sisters for life. And to have experienced like the force of that and how that carries through. Um, I mean, that's what got me through the pandemic, including your willingness to say once a month, Hey, do you have time for a chat? <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm so glad. Thank you for saying yes. And like connecting and 
I just, I want to say like the Glowing Goddess Getaway is one of a kind. It's an incredible place. There's so much going on. Um, we're doing our best to create this uh, community virtually. And I actually felt the healing and the, and the vortex of energy that we kind of create together, even during the Facebook live um, retreat that we did. Was that the same for you? Did you feel like you got the getaway vibes from that retreat? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'll just say, I, I feel it even in like the daily 420s that they were doing over the last year. Um, but you know, there's only so much time that like a, a sesh on Instagram is going to allow for Instagram even kicks you off after a certain point in time. Um, for it to have been presented in this like three day format where like you knew from like this hour to this hour, there was these workshops and like, yeah, it was, it was three days straight of filling my cup and being able to chat with everybody live. Um, I'm really looking forward to this month's, which is going to be the first one that they're hosting on their Patreon, right? Yes. I'm so excited because that's where other folks are going to get to join us. So it's not just like the goddess guides holding it down, but it's everybody to, to, together and sharing and connecting. And that'll be really mm -hmm. fun. And it's, an, it's always mm -hmm. evolving, right? Like the getaway has never stayed the same. Even though the spirit stays the same, the getaways continue to evolve. And so I'm excited to see that. Which of the in-person getaways are you going to this year? My goal is to be at all of them. Um, I'm officially scheduled for the NorCal one ne uh, next month, August. And right now I'm currently working on getting my flights arranged to the two SoCal ones, but my plans to be at them all. Awesome. Yay. Um, my goal is also to be at all of them. And I also have <clears> no <throat> idea what my logistics look like. I have no way of planning. So. <laughs> That is life as a goddess. I mean, every getaway I left in 2019, I was saying, I hope I'll see you all at the next one, three weeks away, not knowing how I was going to make it happen. And then it happens. And I'm like, Oh, look, here I am. I'm at the next one, you know, so it's going to happen. Why Bevan? Cause we're goddesses mm -hmm. and we live life as our most authentic selves and things are always going to fall in place for us exactly as they're meant to be. I believe that for me and for you and everybody listening. Oh, same. Mindy, last question. What advice would you give to your 19 year old self? <laughs> you know, I thought through all of these other questions, we were going to touch on this advice a little bit more. And now we're here to this question and I answered everything else so eloquently. Um, but the advice that I would give to my 19 year old self is you do not have to live with a partner in order to know if there's someone that you want to spend every day with. Mm. There's a lot of, um, whether you want there to be or not, there's a lot of commitment that goes into even just signing a lease with someone. And that's never turned out well for me. Um, and in hindsight, I never learned anything about living with someone that I couldn't have learned through just dating them. Like your intuition is on girl. You're listen to your intuition. <laughs> That's what I tell myself. Oh my God. Yes. I can't agree. <laughs>
one of my best decisions ever was actually saying no when someone asked me to live with them uh because I lived in a rent stabilized apartment with a roommate I loved in New York City I was like I'm not giving this up um oh yeah and a roommate that that's like magical right because for the reasons I just said it doesn't always end well you know so once you have it don't lose it (laughs) exactly exactly keep that rent stabilized apartment you don't need to give it up um (laughs) thank you so much Mindy for being on my podcast and sharing your wisdom Aries Art Northwest on Instagram, Aries Art NW, Aries Art, uh, or and Smoking Lady Life, right? Um, those are your two IGs. Yes, that is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I created a second one when I moved back to Washington, just to start showing and sharing the beautiful plant that we had access to, and to try to continue supporting that unintentional advocate role that I was taking through my art by just like sharing education and normalizing content. So yeah, smoking lady life, but Aries art NW, that is where I would love to connect with you. And I'm also on Patreon as is Bevan. Yes. Come be in our Patreon cluster with all these goddess guides who are here to just help you glow up with lots of ways to add value to your life. Um, I'm so excited to be a goddess guide alongside you, Mindy, and to help people out there glow up to their best self so we can send them back into their lives and have them be the people they're meant to glow up to be that's so good Mm, it's a labor of love thank you love you mindy i love you bevan thank you everyone